This is me dumpster diving to find food for tomorrow's dinner. Look what I found. This is a beautiful strawberry. Why would someone throw this away? And this is my face after finding some unexpired steak in the trash. Filet mignon. <laughs> Why am I doing this? Because we in America have a crisis. We throw out way too much perfectly good food. This is like a pristine cookie. 40% of all food in the U.S. goes to waste. That's 400 pounds of wasted food per American per year. And this is fully edible food we're talking about. Wow, kale. In developing countries, most food waste happens either on the farm or before the food even makes it to the supermarket. In the U.S., it's a different story. Not only do supermarkets and restaurants waste a ton of food, but consumers like you and me waste a lot more. We're actually the single biggest source of that waste. Hi, my name's Yar, and I'm also part of the problem. I buy a lot of groceries, and sometimes I just don't eat them all in time. You know, life just kind of gets in the way. But here's what's really messed up. While we waste all of this food, one in eight Americans is going hungry. That's over 41 million people. So all this got me thinking, why do we waste so much perfectly good food? How can we rescue it for those of us who don't have much to eat? And what can you and I do to cut back on waste in our own homes? To fully grasp just how much food we actually waste. Hi, Janet. This is Yara. I tracked down a group of expert dumpster divers. I see them. They're right there. Who live off what they find in the garbage. Wait. Oh, my God. I think we found them. So I joined them to go rummaging through New York City's trash. They call themselves Freegans. Their lifestyle philosophy of Freeganism is completely opposed to what they call this wasteful, destructive, violent, unsustainable economic system that supposes that we have infinite resources when the opposite is clearly true. That's Janet. She's one of their organizers. The main feature of freeganism is to encourage people to buy as little as possible. And instead rely on salvaging, scavenging, and foraging through the trash to find what you need while cutting down on waste, which is what we did. Dumpster diving is generally not against the law unless the dumpsters are on private property. We've found a pile of trash. The amount of perfectly edible food we found was unbelievable, especially baked goods. This is my favorite health loaf. From bagel shops. Janet, oh my god, you struck a gold mine. It's not a gold mine, it's a typical night. Cafes. Whoa, this is a scone. And purveyors of expensive cookies. They're wrapped. Mmm, looks like it's really good. Yeah. Bread doesn't go bad on the same day that it's baked, but places that bake goods throw them all out because people don't want yesterday's bread. Everywhere we looked. Oh my God, it's kale. This was a fruit salad. There were mountains of food. Remember, they were in the store just an hour ago. Upon mountains of food. A box full of chocolate cake. And they're best before November 2020. And even unopened toiletries. Toilet paper never expires. <laughs> I am blown away by how much food we just recovered. That's nothing. Before I was actually working, I survived off of it quite easily. That and the food stamps. But nothing prepared me for what I'd find right outside a local grocery store. Across the street is our supermarket. There was cheese, onions, kale, kale, lettuce, watermelon, and the steak and strawberries you saw earlier. Vegan yogurt! Oh. But was it all safe to eat? I mean, most of it was, but that's not to say dumpster diving doesn't carry any risks. You can get sick from bad food or hurt yourself if you're not careful. Last week, I did something and I cut myself. Certain foods like eggs, dairy, and meat are riskier to eat, especially if they haven't been refrigerated. I'm thinking of actually maybe eating this sushi. I'm having doubts about eating this sushi. But a lot of what we did was pretty controlled. We dropped by businesses that Freegans had scouted out before, shortly after fresh food was thrown out in batches. We made sure things weren't contaminated, rotten, or half-eaten. We wore gloves if we had to. 
and took care of the food we recovered. Yeah, you can freeze yeah. it. Yeah, and we can make thing. smoothies yeah. out of it. And we just use common sense. So I've okay. been diving food for five years and I've, I've never gotten sick. Just have to be very practical, take the food home, yeah. look at it under good light, smell it, taste a little bit, feel it, wash it, cook yeah. it if you have any doubts. You can't go wrong. But what shocked me the most about our supermarket discoveries was the amount of completely unexpired packaged food we found. It's, it's not even expired. It's not expired. Wait, it's not even expired. So things don't only get thrown out because they're expired, they get thrown out because of the ridiculous rate at which we have to keep stocking our shelves. Altogether, supermarkets are responsible for over 10% of all food that goes to waste in the U.S. And Janet's right, overstocking store shelves has a lot to do with it. Supermarkets think projecting an image of abundance helps increase sales. And large case sizes for produce means some stores are forced to order more than they can actually sell. Stores also pull products off the shelves earlier than their sell-by dates, worried that customers won't buy them. And sometimes they just dump produce that isn't pretty enough. Compare this to France, which in 2016 made it illegal for supermarkets to throw away food they haven't sold, meaning they have to donate it to charities. They couldn't give this to someone who, like, doesn't have something to eat? Well, they could if they lived in a system where compassion was the feature of our economy. Our economy is not based on compassion, it's based on profit. There are people who are malnourished and there is perfectly good kale right on the curb. It doesn't make sense to say that we are a caring society and we're doing that. Dumpster diving was more shocking than I thought it would be. It wasn't that I was finding rotten meat and moldy vegetables. I was finding perfectly good, unexpired food that supermarkets, bakeries, cafes, and restaurants were throwing away in massive quantities at a time when many can't afford to feed themselves. Janet had invited us over to cook a meal with all the food we recovered. I'm excited for you to visit. But before we did that, there was something else I wanted to know. Is there a way to save this food from making it to the trash in the first place? And instead, feed it to those who don't have enough to eat? We're heading over to a place called Rescuing Leftover Cuisine. These folks pick up food from a bunch of different places around the city. Okay. This is the rest of our team. Food that isn't eaten, that's gonna be thrown out. Hey. They reclaim it and then distribute it to homeless folks. And Robert Lee Robert. runs the whole operation. Wanna wave and smile? Which is also known as RLC. So we grabbed one of their signature carts. Robert, I want to carry that. Joined forces with another RLC staffer. Margarita. <laughs> set out to stop food from getting anywhere near a dumpster. We're gonna push it down together. <laughs> okay, so first we went to a startup. Can we see what's in it? Ooh. All that food would have been thrown out if it wasn't for us. And then we went to a school. We're picking up food that was packed by first graders. Look at all this food we have. And then we dropped everything off at a homeless shelter. It's empty. What's cool about RLC is that anyone can sign up online to rescue food whenever they have free time. Can you guys say hi for the camera? Hello. Robert, yeah. you've created change. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing with rescuing food. Pickups and drop-offs have to be really fast because bacteria multiplies rapidly at certain temperatures. Any potentially hazardous food can't be left out in a temperature danger zone which is 40 degrees to 140 degrees for more than yeah. two hours. Every food business, every cafeteria like we were just in can be donating their excess food instead of throwing it away. Now, it's true. A lot of businesses won't donate food because they're afraid of getting sued if someone gets sick. But that fear is sort of misplaced. There are actually laws in the U.S. that fully protect businesses that donate food to the needy, so long as the food is donated in good faith. And there's no public record of anyone ever being sued for donating food. And there's a personal story here. Yeah, definitely. My parents were immigrants here, and uh, they struggled. My brother and I remember times when... 
we would not really know where our next meal is coming from. It's heartbreaking to see your, your parents just like skip meals. They would skip meals. Just watch us eat, basically. Wow. And, uh... But we weren't done rescuing food yet. There was one final pickup spot we had to check off. Where are we going now? We're going to the Stephen Colbert studio to pick up their excess food. Have you met Stephen Colbert before? I have not. You have not. But hopefully one day. We're actually going to go in through an entrance on the side. Ah, that's margarita. Can I ask you, uh, yes. where's the food from? We get catering for the staff every Thursday. Ooh, oh. uh, so this is what we got left. Thank you. Thanks again. All right, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, thank yeah. you guys yeah. for taking it all. That's Stephen Colbert. On a screen, of course, much like he would be at your home. From there, we set out to take it all to one final drop-off location. If you take just one-third of the food that's being wasted right now, brought it to the people who are food insecure, we could eliminate hunger. Like, we, we literally produce enough wow. food in this country to feed everyone. We just need to get it to the right people. So far, RLC has rescued over 2 million pounds of food, enough for 1.7 million meals. But who are the actual recipients of this food? I wanted to meet them. Margarita guided us to a shelter for men run by the Community Church of New York. Yes. Yes. All this time I've been holding the camera, it's strengthened my arms. That's where we met Bruce. I'm Yara. Hi, I'm Bruce. He's a volunteer with the shelter. So we unloaded the food we brought for them. And this is from uh, Stephen Colbert's uh, studio. Oh, okay. Spinach <laughs> is our friend. Stack bread in a refrigerator. Sweet, I know that sweet. will be breathlessly entertaining for your viewers. You come here, we give you food, we give you an opportunity to clean yourself up, literally. You can watch some TV, you can get some sleep. People eventually started to trickle in, but no one was willing to talk to us unless we agreed to blur their faces. I've seen cases of people who ask for uh, a plate of food or something to eat when a store, when a restaurant was closing, and the manager will tell them to go F himself. Whoa. To get out of here, we don't have anything for you. And then you'll watch them come out through the back door throwing yeah. just garbage, throwing bags and bags of food away. This is what businesses are doing in New York City. They are wasting tons and tons of food. I have two jobs. And working two jobs still doesn't add up to the amount to survive in here. How would I be able to get groceries? How would I be able to feed myself? I can't understand how the richest country in the world will have people starving but can't and living on the street. When we see food thrown out by supermarkets or when we throw it away ourselves so thoughtlessly, we forget that it can actually change someone's life. People who don't have anything to eat, much less a place to sleep. According to the EPA, Donating extra food to feed hungry people is the second most effective way of reducing food waste. But what's even more effective? Preventing the food from becoming waste ourselves. So what can you and I do to cut down on waste? The amount of food that we waste in our homes mm -hmm. is tremendous. That's Margaret Brown. A family of four throws out about $1,500 a year worth of food. She works for the National Resources Defense Council, which is basically one of the biggest environmental advocacy groups out there. So we are the single largest contributor to food waste here in the wow. U.S., more than restaurants and grocery stores combined. And why is that? Well, one major reason is we just don't seem to know when our food goes bad. As many as 90% of Americans have thrown away perfectly good food because we misinterpret the date labels on that food. A lot of times we find something with an expired date and then we just throw it out. Those dates are not regulated um, on almost any product except baby formula. Just to reiterate, there are basically no federal standards on food expiration dates in the U.S. Meaning, for the most part, companies decide when food is best on their own. So we recommend that you just use your nose <laughs> and your eyes yeah, to see, yeah, to yeah. see how, how yeah. it looks, and that's usually your best bet. Can we do that, I guess, in your kitchen? Let's go through and see yeah. like some of these dates. 
I've never seen honey go bad. Honey never goes bad, ever. Like thousands of years, it'd be fun. <laughs> thousands of years. <laughs> One that um, I think is really misunderstood is yogurt. If your yogurt is kept in your refrigerator, you could be well past your expiration date and still be fine. With milk, I just smell it. If it smells a little off, you can use it to make pancakes. It's kind of like buttermilk. Eggs will stay good much longer than your expiration date, and there's a very easy way to test it. Can we do that? Yeah. Like, if it's at the bottom, that means it's perfectly safe. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Our freezer is my biggest food-based avoidance tool, so we actually keep almost all of our bread in the freezer. Oh yeah, my grandma also puts bread in the freezer. Yeah. If you're okay with toast, then you're all set. If I couldn't eat that right away, I would wash them, I'd probably take the tops off, and i just freeze them. Keep a couple of things that you can make with like whatever leftovers you have. Mm -hmm. So these I use to make quiches with like older eggs. Right, right. Whatever vegetables I have. This cream cheese looks gonna look pretty okay, bad. Yeah. You know who does not care about that? Yeah, bud, yes. I guess dogs aren't lactose intolerant, that's good. And the most important tip of all? I would smell it. Yeah. And I would look at it and see if there's anything growing on it. Yeah. And then I would probably taste one bean. Nice and step. then I'd say it's pretty good. Ta -da! All right, back to the Freegans. Hey! We all got together at Janet's house to cook up all the food we recovered the night before. Good Thank to you see so you again. Much. Good to see you. Can I put my shoes over here? Everything we're cooking with tonight, right, is... Yeah, everything is salvaged. Cool, I'm ready to help you in any way I can. That, that doesn't, doesn't look, look good? good? Okay. So what is in this again? Papaya, kale. As we drank smoothies made with the fruit we found and froze the night before, and ate a fully vegan meal made with ingredients straight from the trash, it was hard not to think about how this perfectly good, perfectly edible food almost ended up in a landfill. Now, I'm not trying to say everybody should just go and live off what they find in the garbage, but I do think we can all be a little more mindful about what we buy and what we throw away. These potatoes are old, but they're still good. I am freezing this bread. Not just in our homes, but in our restaurants, businesses, and supermarkets. Because rescuing perfectly good food from ever making it to the trash won't just reduce waste, it could also help feed our fellow humans. Hey guys, thanks for watching. Okay, two quick notes. If you ever hear about anyone who's afraid to donate food in the US, make sure to tell them about the Good Samaritan Food Donation Act, which protects food donations to those in need. Also, we never got to discussing the environmental impact of food waste in this piece, or generally food waste around the world. Let us know if you'd like us to cover those topics in another video. As always, like, comment, share, subscribe, all the things if you want more videos like this.